0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Own It, a podcast for business owners. My name is Paige and I am so excited to be launching this podcast today. The entire team at Cultivate Advisors actually is so excited because over the years we've worked with hundreds of business owners all over North America and have gathered some really amazing success stories, valuable resources, and huge learnings. And I think this podcast is kind of the perfect place to share those. Um, Hilariously enough, though, this actually was not um, what we had in mind when I first approached our co-founder and CEO. Um, Full transparency, I was looking for some additional material to include in our content series, post-catapult, our eight weeks of growth series, where every week we focused on a new aspect of the business. And for vision planning and creating a vision for a business, I'm like, I think Casey could just talk into my phone for 15 minutes and that could be like... A mini podcast when i approached that to him what i thought was going to be a five-minute conversation turned into like a 30-minute strategy session with our entire marketing team to figure out how we we're going to take things up a notch and create this awesome podcast and here we are today so this podcast is actually hosted by the marketing department of cultivated advisors of which i am a proud member the team consists of our director of marketing conrad and the rest of the team, Siobhan, Maggie, and Marty, all of them are the brains behind this whole operation and helping us get it um, off the ground. So we will have them featured in and out as well as additional resources that you can utilize from them and everyone else at the team. In that strategy session that we had, this surprise strategy session, um, we were trying to figure out, hilariously enough, the vision for this podcast. And um, what we kind of ended up honing in on is despite the different industries or wherever you are in the world, maybe listening to this podcast, what you can agree on if you are a business owner is that you manage everything. Um, And sometimes it can feel like a lonely road. So as this owner and entrepreneur, you're responsible for every aspect of your business. You are the CEO, you're the director of marketing, you're the ops manager, or you're the head of HR, all wrapped into one sometimes very stressful role. And I'm hoping that this podcast can act as a branch of a larger tree that can help you feel supported and excited about moving your business forward. So in true um, you know, startup fashion, I thought, um, you know, I, I loved the idea of just having a free form conversation with our co-founder and CEO, Casey. So I wanted to come back to him now having this full podcast idea out. We actually had a full interview and um, we chatted a little bit about the value of a vision and how sometimes it can get uh, misinterpreted with a mission statement and how they are different and how one is extremely valuable right when you're getting started and one is something you kind of build up to so um, i sat down with casey about a week before our first conference and um, you know we had one of those like meeting inceptions, which as a business owner, I'm sure you're aware of, it's like a meeting within a meeting. Um, And we knocked out this interview um, just as we were kind of executing our big vision, um, our first conference. So I thought it was very fitting actually that we had this conversation when we did. And realizing I took so much away from my interview with Casey that um, it could almost feel overwhelming. And one of our mantras here at Cultivate is um, when you're listening to an expert, Um, share their wisdom or their experiences, it's important not to just listen to every word that comes out of their mouth, but to pick one to two key action items that you can implement into your business. So I would encourage everybody as they're listening to my interview with Casey to absorb everything that he's saying, but find those one to two nuggets that you can implement right into your current system. Um, You'll get a lot more success that way for sure so sit back relax and enjoy my interview with casey Um, for more resources about building your business or identifying a vision um, head to our website cultivateadvisors.com or subscribe to our newsletter check out our events we have toolkits as well as live events and webinars happening all the time so there's plenty of resources for you to build your skills and those systems in your business and without further ado my interview with Casey Clark welcome Casey Clark thanks for um, sitting down with me to chat about our first week of the eight weeks of growth series Um, on Tuesday our listeners received a challenge to identify the vision of their company Okay. So today, I wanted to sit down with you and chat a little bit about the mission and vision of a small business, why it's so crucial, okay. and then a little bit of insight into what the vision of Cultivate is.
1: Awesome! Yeah, happy to share. Happy to help.
0: Awesome. So to um, kind of kick things off, um, I'm curious your interpretation of the difference between a mission and a vision for a business.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think it's very different. Uh, depending if it's a small business or if maybe it's a mid-size or even enterprise-sized business, um, you know, as a small business, you, you're really you're really looking at mission as it's a statement that defines, you know, what uh, what do you stand for. Um, it's a great you know, a mission statement is a great tool you can use on your website or on your marketing literature, proposals to provide uh, essentially. Uh, a clear, defined message that says, this is what we stand for, this is what we're all about, this is our promise to you. Um, That's how you'll see most small businesses use mission statements, I find. Mm -hmm. Um, Vision, I think, is very different. I I think, you know, I'm sure some have statements and they write them down, but I think that, I think the vision really is, uh, truly, where is the business going? And what is the destination? Where do you want to go? What do you want people to believe in? uh, And kind of jump on, you know, the support train to help you achieve and get to that destination and it's being able to share that. And I think, I think that's how I normally see mission and vision and kind of what the differences are again in in regards to a small business. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. What I found is a lot of times people, business owners in particular, want to take time to outline their mission statement and their vision statement. They take a lot of time to Write out verbiage, figure out the exact phrasing. What are your thoughts on taking time to build out those mission statements and those vision statements?
1: Sure. I mean, I, I have a couple of close friends that would consider themselves brand consultants, and they'd probably be uh, rolling in their grave if they heard me say this, but.
0: We can bleep it out.
1: Yeah, we yeah. can. <laughs> that tells me you're not going to do it, probably, but that's okay. Um, you, you know what? what I really think happens is that it's okay to spend time on those things, but it's in how much time do you spend, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's actually more important to spend the time on getting aligned with your team, uh, having space to talk through and really visualize, uh, where you're going and what that vision is. So everybody's operating as the same unit and working towards the same common goal. Mm -hmm. And look, if you are over 10 million and you're scaling and um, you've got a massive following at that point, Great. Sit down with brand consultant, sit down, figure out exactly what that mission statement is, exactly what that vision statement is and get that shared because you're, you're now in a position where um, you're essentially able uh, to spend your time on that. But right now as a small business owner, you don't know, you don't necessarily know where you're going. Fully. You're only probably yeah. looking a few years out. You're still even just getting market defined in terms of what are you really great at? And more importantly, what are you going to be saying no to? Because mm-hmm. you you know, you, every small business owner normally starts really wide in terms of all the uh, things that their product or services can do. And then they start to learn and start to narrow in mm-hmm. uh, over time as they continue to scale. And their customer feedback tells them, this is actually what you're great at. This is what you're doing. There's so many awesome stories out there of people who started one thing and it, it turned into something else. Um, a great example of that is Amazon. Yeah. Right. What oh, was totally. a, what was a, a book store online and this vision of how we're going to get books into everyone's uh, hands, you know, virtually, uh, mm-hmm. is now completely in delivery is now that totally shifted the entire marketplace for retail right? in terms of how we buy. And it's, you know, he, he didn't have that vision at first that came a little bit later. Um, when he started to really define where this could go and what this could look like and yeah. so anyway I just think that's a great example of it. it's very different as a small business owner And I would encourage people to I'm not saying don't spend time I'm just saying instead go have conversations have discussions with your employees um, and figure out what's most important that's what you have to do that's what's gonna get the following
0: mm-hmm. until you've
1: really got defined and I think that numbers around you know eight ten million maybe when I'm i gen- I'm speaking in generalities I mean every business right. is different but That's generally when we see it's most important to start looking at that.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I think you're totally right. And you mentioned too that when you're starting out, your avenue is so wide in terms of what you take on. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious to hear your insights as to how, if not a vision statement, a a clear vision for the business can help you start to understand where you say no. Um, because that's a really big lesson that owners probably learn. The hard way a lot of times mm-hmm. but I think probably with a defined vision you can help to uh, solve for that a little bit better.
1: Yeah I think I think you're right um, you know I think that I think you've got a couple options I mean or a couple places I'm sorry where vision really is affected right you have um, we'll start with uh, employees you know a big part of scaling an organization is bringing on phenomenal talent you're not going to attract a players in the marketplace and have them join your team. And uh, oftentimes as a small business owner, you have to pay a little less. Mm-hmm. So, so you're wanting top talent, but you want to pay a little less. Well, how are you going to do that? You've got to really hit those emotional strings. You've got to really get somebody bought in to see what you're working towards, the purpose they're going to make, the value they're going to offer by having that established, defined vision, very clear. It's going to help support that. You know, you take it a step further. Think about your clients, you know, or, or your customers who are purchasing from you. If it be a product or service doesn't matter. You need to be able to share where you're going and, and allow the, your story to be something that your the the people that are truly your bosses. Every small business owner still has a boss. It's their customers. Uh, and you need to allow them to see where you're going so they can back you. And that's that's what allows you to get even more momentum and grow and scale. But I think the most important one is actually yourself you know, as a small business owner now owning multiple businesses, I absolutely have woken up on one side of the bed uh, and had the eyes wide open, excited, cannot wait to get into work, cannot wait to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, And I've had some days where unfortunately I've woke up on the other side of the bed. Right. And it's um, the feelings were dread and oh my gosh, what am I doing? And I'm sure there's a lot of owners out there that can relate to this. Uh, You have those moments. And what I have found is that when I'm more attached to my vision and I'm very clear where I'm going and what that destination is and why I'm doing this, I find it's it's a lot easier to wake up on the first side of the bed, very excited, ready to go. So I think that's where vision plays that importance and why if you get that super clearly aligned, you'll find yourself, you know, going at such faster paces. And it's because really vision is what inspires people. Uh, it's Mm -hmm. what connects people and it's because people want to know where they're going what's the destination
0: right yeah that's so crucial because even if it's not a formal write-up you know a lot of times even when you're writing in a formal way or you're you're establishing something on paper Mm -hmm. it takes away from the intimacy of how personally attached you are to the Mm -hmm. vision if you're a solo entrepreneur for sure you're the entire the entire business you know I'd be curious to hear um, from your personal experience, you just mentioned those two sides of the bed that you can wake up on, but in terms of cultivate success, I think the vision is so clear and aligned for everyone on the team and then all of your clients too. How was that process like for you guys to define Cultivate's vision? Was it an overnight aha, like light bulb turns on? Or was it a trial and error period? How did you guys come across yours?
1: Yeah, you know, I first off, I'm glad that you feel like we're all aligned <laughs> on the team page. Uh, and and I, I do feel like we are, um, you know, it's, I think you have to take, it, it's about looking at buckets, right? You, you have your personal bucket, you have your professional bucket, um, you have to look at yourself as an owner first. Then you have to think about, okay, the type of people I want to attract, what are they going to want out of this? What are they going to want down the road? You have to then take that bucket. What do you employees want? And then you think about, okay, what's the clients want to experience? And I think when you start to realize, okay, what is it that they want? What is it that they need? You start to get this big, huge list of things and you're not going to hit them all. There's just no way, right? So for, for us, I think when we started building out this vision, um, it, you know, I think it came from some of, you know, Dan and I, the, the other, co- other co-founder, I think it came from our background of being able to coach entrepreneurs. And we loved it. And we saw that there was this opportunity, um, to give back and support owners in a very structured and systemized way. And at first I remember our vision was we just want to help, right? It was, it was so loose, right? And (laughs) we were going around saying, this is our vision statement, right? But generally we were just like, we just have to help. We just have to help them grow. That's all we have to do. Um, you know, and now as we've we've continued to get more and more established, what we've learned is that um, we've learned what we're great at. We're, we've learned that we're unbelievable at building systems. We've learned that we're unbelievable at helping them hold an awesome tension with owners and help them get out of their way and help them start to think through problems in a very strategical way mm. and that they don't have to do everything themselves, right? We've, we've learned how to hit that scale. We used to work with, um, you know, I remember when we first started uh, this, this company, you know, we were going, we were working with small business owners. We were going to work with large insurance shops and huge cable companies mm-hmm. and doing all types of consulting projects. We we're doing all this, this different stuff. Cause we just wanted to help. Right. But then we were, we really realized where we were different. And so for us, I think it was a combination of understanding what we wanted to do and what we got value out of early on. But then over time, I think where our vision really adapted is as we continue to bring on more and more employees we kept asking what's important to them Mm -hmm. and that's when we started to create a merged vision and getting more and more clearly aligned where now we have flipped it a bit and now we're out there looking for talent that says do you want to accomplish this Mm -hmm. it started as help us build this what would you like to see it become but we got to that scale point now where we got to flip it and I think I think a lot of companies get to go through that journey when they're building a vision. So I guess be patient, know that it can change constantly. Uh, That'd be my advice, but um, ultimately I don't know how often people truly just sit in a room, in a boardroom and the next day they have a great vision.
0: Right. Well, and it sounds like too, it's if you can establish some of those really important values to your business early on, um, you know, your services may change, but those values will stay the same. And even though, you know, it's not as broad as we just want to help, whether that's like fixing your car or like coming over and like doing <laughs> sure. a house call or whatever yeah. it might be, that you still are helping small business owners just in you know more siloed ways.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, ultimately vision is the connection point Yeah. Um, between your clients, your employees, and most importantly, you as the owner. Um, and if you're not clear and you're not motivated and you're not inspired by a vision, you're going to always ask why and you're not going to use it like, like it should be as a filter of, is this the right decision to get to your end objective? Totally. And that's what makes vision so cool and why it's worth knowing what it is and you know, what's most important to you is more, again, though, most importantly, your team as well.
0: Absolutely. Well, and I think it's so crucial, we're all pretty aligned on that here at Cultivate, I would say, but there's a lot of owners that are just jumping the gun to go achieve bigger items first and skipping the vision and that's why it was really important for us to start these eight weeks of growth with your vision Mm -hmm. so as to inform every other decision you make in your business is it accomplishing this vision Um, I don't know if you have off the top of your head like any major success stories that you've had with clients who maybe were misaligned on their vision they hadn't identified it but once they did they just took off are there any that kind of come to your mind when you think about that
1: Yeah. I mean, let me, let me think. So, yeah, there's, there's a couple that I'm I'm thinking of. There's, there's one in particular that stands out. This is actually one of our, probably one of our first 15 clients, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was a while ago for Mm -hmm. us. And, uh, you know, she, uh, she was in the real estate industry. Um, she had been doing it for about a decade. Uh, and been very stagnated. We call that in our world a treadmill business, which I know you know, mm-hmm. but um, for others to kind of understand. And as she's running on the treadmill, she's not going anywhere. She's staying in place, although she's running, you know, fairly fast. And it was, she was in her own way. And what we learned were, and I, I, I was fortunate enough to work directly with her, and she's she's still with us working with uh, another advisor now as we've scaled and grown, but she had, um, she was very career oriented, but only to a point. Mm. And she hadn't figured out exactly what she wanted personally and what she wanted her life to be 5, 10, 15 years from now. And she had a small, you know, just one or two people on her team and, um, you know, small outfit and, and didn't have desire necessarily to scale through people, but had a desire to scale through efficiencies, uh, how to read, you know, new systems, uh, you know, get into maybe the higher tier. Uh, of home sales that would allow her to get the growth, but finding that motivation to make those changes and make those adjustments, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of grinding that has to happen to get to that objective. Right. And so, you know, she really figured out that, um, you know, she wanted to leave the state, she didn't want to work here over the winters. Uh, She wanted to enjoy vacation for six months out of the year. Uh, maybe open up a coffee shop or do some other type of business in this other location. Uh, we talked often about the perma vacation locations mm-hmm. that she could go to. Right. And uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's interesting. It was like a light switch. I remember, I remember having conversations, trying to build all these systems. And then the meeting where we decided to do that and make sure she was super focused on where she was going and why Oh wow! she just took off like a bandit. And she, you know, what was 10 years, she doubled in less than 18 months. That's crazy. It was wild to watch and and it was, it was not only her figuring out the vision, this is a really important point for people who have vision. It was her communicating Mm -hmm. her vision to friends, family, her husband, getting everything aligned around her. So there was no distractions and they understood what sacrifices she was making and why in pursuit of what. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I don't know if everybody can have that experience and everybody can just find that aha vision, but it's, it's important to know that she figured out what she stood for. She figured out what to start saying no to. And it was so much easier for her to streamline her focus into the two or three changes she had to make that would ultimately help her achieve that goal. And as far as I can see, she's, she's well on track, which is just exciting in itself. Wow.
0: That's crazy that there would be such a huge uh, outcome over what would seem like just a simple, you know, internal conversation. But it really shows you how how frequently as business owners, you just get accustomed to the status quo. Yeah. If you're on that treadmill, maybe you don't even realize that you're on it. You're just running and trying to solve the orders and make the people happy and yeah. not realizing what you need to accomplish is actually what's holding you back from totally launching in major success.
1: Yeah, I agree. and I think that ultimately you've got, um, You know, I think ultimately you have people, you have two different types of people. I think if, if, when it comes to, you know, uh, finding your vision, you Mm -hmm. have people that are excited by it. They understand it and they, they're trying to craft it and and try to achieve that vision. And then there's other people. I I often hear a lot of people say, oh, that's, you know, it's a waste of time or that's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all hype. Show me the results. Right. You know, more of the analytical brains, maybe per se, sometimes Mm -hmm. struggle with vision, but There's a reason why people are always uh, engaged with storytelling and people want to hear the story Mm -hmm. and it's no difference of the journey someone takes to get to a destination. They want to hear what you're working towards and why are you grinding or why are you working so hard or why are you a part of that company? And so if you don't take the time to understand it, it holds you back, right? And it's, that's why it's, although it can be painful sometimes to go so slow to go figure that out, it is totally worth it. And it, it will absolutely be the momentum or the, the engine, I guess, is the right word uh, that will back the business and get it to its destination. So.
0: Yeah, anyway. absolutely. Well, it's just building that filter so that you can filter in more with mm-hmm. what you're uh, what you're really offering and where you want to go. And yeah, it sounds like it's the number one thing that you need to focus on first before running through everything else.
1: Every this is not a pitch for us. Like every client we work with. Uh, the first thing they have to do when they build out a roadmap with us is they have to help us understand where are they going and why do they have to achieve it. And then we normally follow up by asking why another five to ten times mm-hmm. to make sure it's so ingrained and that there's no reason they'll ever give up on that. Because we know when that's aligned, we normally can work the plan backwards and get them to the end goal.
0: So, oh, wow. Absolutely. A little reverse engineering there on that. Yeah.
1: Reverse engineering, yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks so much, Casey. I know you are absolutely slammed, but I appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat with us. And, um, we look forward to hearing from you soon. I think you're going to be featuring on another episode. If I can steal time on your calendar, look forward to. <laughs> he's like, good luck. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in you guys. And, um, be sure to check in back next week. We'll have another challenge for you. Thanks so much. Sign it off